Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This edition of the Patriots Report is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting free contests and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. The block straight ahead, and he crosses the plane for the touchdown. Here's Blunt taken off for the end zone, and he's in for the second time today. Second and five. No use making any changes. Give it to Blunt. Now it's a foot race. Blunt all the way. Touchdown, Patriots. What? Still going down the sideline. A dive for the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. LG, it's great to see you again. And, and I thought of your very wise words at the end of the Jets game when Marcus Jones returned the punt for the touchdown, the first punt return for a touchdown of the year. I was reminded again of your words, and I'm going to paraphrase here. It's the Jets. Something always seems to happen to the Jets when they play New England. Have you ever seen a more exciting finish to a game that appeared incredibly underwhelming for the first, what, 58 minutes? I have, you know, that's that's probably the most exciting finish uh, for an NFL game in a long time. I mean, you got these college games where you got to, you know, the return. Ole Miss had the return against Alabama and, you know, the, you know, all these crazy things that happen in college football. But you rarely see it in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And that's the exciting aspect of the game that the NFL sometimes is missing. I know it's because everybody on the everybody on the field is the best of the best. But but it's always nice to have those moments, right? Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that, that, that punt return by Marcus, man, hey, hey, good going, kid. Good job, bro. And somebody was going to have to live in that moment because, again, the Jets hadn't done anything Jet-like all game. They played a solid game. So, you know what I'm saying? So it had to be something. It just had to be. It, just, it had to happen. It's new guys, and it's a relatively new coaching staff, and – Right. I, I have to I have to wonder if there's something there when you're talking when you talk about 14 games in a row now, the Patriots have beaten the Jets. And not all of them have been that dramatic, you know, granted, but can you get into the mindset of one of those New York players where here we go again? The Patriots are be- you know, it, it just seems to be the kind of thing where it doesn't matter the coach, it doesn't matter the play. It, None of that's none of that matters. It's just the Patriots have this hold over the Jets that we can't we can't seem to explain. Right, right. You ever heard the expression when a team a team has your number? Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, 
LG, every time you play against this team, you only get 30 yards. Every time you play against this team, you only get 25 yards because no matter what the game plan is, that specific team, whatever whatever their game plan is or whatever their their um, scheme is, they got your number. Mm-hmm. You would have thought, though, at some point that even the strangest stuff happens. Yeah, the, things would have changed. There would have been a bad bounce. There would have been a bad call. Something would have happened sometime over the last, what, five, six, seven years. The, the Jets does, would have gotten one. It happens in our favor. Yeah. It is. It's strange. It's just It's just strange to me. And look, I know that we can sit and clown on the Jets. That's a pretty good Jets team. And what they did to them defensively, it is a solid Jets team. slowing them down. And look, I think a lot of it is on the quarterback. I, I don't think Wilson is quite ready for prime time. And I wonder if he's ever going to be ready right. for prime time. But when you look at that Jets offense, the numbers that they put up going into that game, what the New England defense did was pretty impressive on Sunday. They, so... <laughs> So the Jets do have a solid team. They have a really solid team. The the, the running back, Bryce, Bryce, Bryce mm-hmm. Hall. Bryce Hall. Nice. He was nice for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, Garrett Wilson, nice. Conklin, the tight end, nice. You know, they got some weapons over there. They're not as they're not like they're not the Jets of 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 years past where you know they're gonna suck because they got all these weak, sucky players, and they have a quarterback that is either Super trash or washed up or whatever, and I just think that Zach Wilson isn't the guy. You know, um, I don't think that he's an NFL-ready quarterback. Some guys, some guys play their best football in college. We just gotta, we, we gotta understand that some guys play their best football in college, and I think that's where Zach Wilson played his best football. Do I think he's the worst quarterback in the NFL? I don't know. I doubt it. I mean, there might be some guys on the practice squad that are worse, whatever, but. He's definitely in the bottom tier of those quarterbacks. And he is um he's athletic. You know, he's he's I'm not gonna say he's like Kyle Murray, but I think the Jets need to go get another quarterback. But I know it sucks that that you wasted the first round pick on this guy, but mm-hmm. you gotta get another quarterback. You gotta get another quarterback. Running around and all that stuff and taking all those extra hits and things like that, like you just He's not going to last long. You know, you got your you got your guys that if if they are running, if they're doing stuff like that, running around and doing all these things, they're a lot faster than he is. They're a lot more agile than he is. They can throw the ball better than he can. So ultimately for the Jets, you got to go get another quarterback. I know that you guys haven't lost but four games or whatever, but that wasn't the answer. It is going to be interesting to see how the Jets respond to because they appear to be at the crossroads of their season here. If they respond well to a quarterback change, I think they still have enough talent on both sides of the ball to make things competitive down the stretch. And look, if you're a Jets fan, based on what they've done over the last 10 years or so, all you want to do is play competitive games in December. And I think they have a shot at doing that. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe if they kind of shake things up a little bit with a move at quarterback. I want to move to to what the Patriots showed in that game and we talked a little bit about it before we came on here is defense and special teams sustainable enough for this team because the offense right now there are an awful lot of questions around the offense and maybe it starts with the offensive line maybe some of that's the quarterback but can they get over playing the way they're playing defensively and getting the contributions on special teams it looks like it's going to be good but when you talk about facing a team like Buffalo, when you talk about going back and, and facing the Dolphins, when you talk about, you know, they, they have Minnesota this week on a short week, I don't know if that's sustainable long-term. So when you have all three phases of the game working in unison, it can be sustainable. 
It can because some game some games you're gonna have the defense that's probably gonna give up 24. Um, the offense probably ain't gonna be able to score 22 points. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It works in unison. You know, mm-hmm. so everybody got to step up and do their part of the job. It works in unison, and that's what that's what Bill teaches. That's what he preaches. We got to win all three phases of the game and not beat ourselves. If we could, if we if we could not beat ourselves, that gives us an extra advantage. You know what I'm saying? When it when it comes to it, Bill Bill Bill's Bill's a numbers guy. So ninety percent chance you win if you get a kick return or a punt return. We gonna try to get that ninety percent chance you win if you get a if you win the turnover battle. We gonna try to get that. Mm-hmm. You know that's where the defense plays plays a part at. 80 percent chance win if you rush for hundred or more yards. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bill plays all those. All those things are a factor in and and Bill's decision making process. And again, I know some people that I know it's some people that don't like him, but it is what it is. You got to give Bill his flowers, bro. He's the best. I don't mm-hmm. care what no one says. He's the best. Like they're six and four right now, and everybody was talking all kind of shit about him, about them not being good, about Tom Brady being gone. Well. Brady's been gone for what three years now? Two years, three years? He's been gone. They've been fine. They're going to the playoffs. What it what is the hate at for Bill? Mm-hmm. What what more? You know what I'm saying? What more? You know what I'm saying? He's always gonna figure out a way. He's always gonna figure out a way. So for the answer, my answer to that question is yes, it is sustainable. Now, I don't know about the level of play because the defense is probably probably the number one defense in the league right now. It is right now, yeah, by by a yeah. couple of different metrics, yeah. Yeah, so do I think it's sustainable? I've seen them sustain that, that kind of play. It feels like we're at a point with this team where if they get 21 points, they're in good shape with this defense playing as well as they're, they are and with the special shape. teams doing well as they are. Yeah, and you got to understand, you know what I'm saying? I know it's week 11, but, you know, Matt, I'm gonna give Mac his, his praise, man. He, he he played he played good ball last week. You know mm-hmm. he played good ball. You know he proved me wrong. I'm I know uh, I do like Bailey a lot, but shit, maybe maybe after after Mac has played, you know, put strung two or three of them together, maybe he is your guy. You know mm-hmm. I like him. Maybe he is your guy. You know he drafted him in the first round for a reason. So um, you know I I th- I think it's sustainable. I think that the offense, the O line has to pick up in the run game. They have to. Mm-hmm. If we're going to make a deep run, it's going to get cold. It's going to be freezing in New England when you play these home games moving forward. Thanksgiving is Thursday. You guys know what it is after that. You know what it is after that. Everybody wanted to, anybody that wanted to deny it or say that, oh, man, why everybody say after Thanksgiving? The, the proof is in the freaking pudding. <laughs> it's in the pudding. While I was there, while they're there now, when Brady was there, after December or after Thanksgiving is when New England played their best football. And you can see it happening. We, we're watching it slowly transition into them because they're not – a lot of teams are getting worse. You've seen some teams start out three or four and no, then lost two or three in the games in a row. These guys are getting better, 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 better. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and they're, they're, they, they haven't plateaued. They still climbing offensively, defensively, and special teams wise. They're gonna be a problem in the AFC. They really will. More so wanna, than what people think. I want to ask you two questions. I'm glad you bring up the offensive line. First of all, 
how do you fix that at this point, other than shuffling guys around and bringing new guys in? I think some of it maybe starts with scheming things up. Short passes, intermediate passes. You're not going to take a lot of shots downfield. You run a lot of max protect. And then the second thing is when you talk about the offensive line and the run game, I'm curious, did you ever run behind an offensive line in New England or elsewhere that you didn't have faith in? Ooh. Man, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Even when I was in Detroit, Decker, Ragnow, Frank, all these, even when I was, even when I was in Detroit, these, I like these guys. Like I had confidence in these guys. Um, the Steelers O-line, man, I, <laughs> those guys were probably second to none when I was there. They were, they were, they were, they were beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, even in, even in, even in the bucket with the Buccaneers, even when I was at the Bucks O-line, there was, you know, we had Donald Penn, Jeremy Zuta, you know, we, we, I mean, we had, we had some dogs and, you know, True Blood. We had some. We had some really good guys on that team. I haven't. I haven't run behind the offensive line that I. I wasn't really confident with. I haven't. I've. I've been pretty confident with all of them because these are. Um, I'm looking at these guys and these are. You know, these are pretty top tier guys that I've been running behind my whole career. So you know, I, I show love and I give them their flowers. There, there's some. There's some guys and some diamonds in the rough in there that people don't show love to because you know they aren't the Donald Pins or they're not the. Lane Johnsons or the Nate Soldiers, you know, these are like the hidden heroes, mm-hmm. you know, that make these plays go, break the big runs behind some of these guys. They don't get the love, but uh, yeah, I've been, I've, I haven't been behind an offensive line that I didn't have. I've been around an O line where I was more confident that they were going to make the plays than mm-hmm. this line, mm-hmm. but never to the point to where I'm like, man, damn, bro, I'm back here now. I know I got a freestyle as soon as I get the ball. So, so if you're Bill Belichick, Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, how do you fix that? The troubles along the offensive line this year. Do you do you call more short passes? Do you call more play action? What's the approach that they should use moving forward to try and keep as much pressure off Mac as possible? You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta use your, you gotta use your passes as runs. You gotta throw screens. You gotta. I don't know. Uh, me. My offense and the the offense that I run with my with my kids. Look, if it's a if it's a corner because we done we done beat these guys deep three or four times in a row. If this corner is ten yards off, we we rope smoking, mm-hmm. rope smoke. My receiver just gonna take one step up, look, throw the ball to him, get upfield. That's a run. You know, I don't care if you get four yards, three yards, twelve yards, seven yards. That's a run. That's just like handing the ball off mm-hmm. and getting five yards. That's a run. And they and they got catch and run guys. Born a catch and run guy. Jacoby a catch and run guy, even though he's not that fast. Damien can catch the ball. You know, Steven, Stevenson can Stevens, catch the ball. Really well, yeah. Really well. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you substitute some of those runs that aren't working. Maybe you substitute for them for short pass. Bubble. You got to get more creative in this offense instead of it just being so traditional. And that's one thing about the Patriots that I can say can be a flaw because the game is changing so much in front of our face and they, and and, and they're so old school with it. Hey, run the ball on first, run it on second, throw it on third. If it's six or seven yards, 
If it's third and two, run it again. Run it again on first. Run it again on second. You know, it's so traditional. But you mm-hmm. got to add your wrinkles. And that's what makes it That's what makes it different. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes your offense continue to make defenses stay honest. Add your wrinkles. Add your, add your emotion into a speed sweeper. Add your emotion. Fake the run. Throw the, throw the bubble. Or, you know, just things like that that can contribute to the offensive success. Open it up a little bit more in the run game. You know, just things like that to keep defenses on their toes and coordinators on their toes and thinking about stuff. It felt like Josh was really good at that. He was. Josh is amazing at that. He he's even in even in even in in Vegas, he's doing a good job. Car has car sucks. He does. Mm-hmm. I I I genuinely and I I don't have no personal problem with him. But as a my professional opinion to his gameplay, he sucks. You know, and I know that Devontae wanted to go there and play with him. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's your college quarterback. Y'all got that chemistry. But don't go over there and say, oh, I'm leaving one Hall of Famer for another. Right? <laughs> because this Hall of Famer, Aaron Rodgers, is is what, three and seven right now? Mm-hmm. Three and four and seven or something like that. He's still top five in the NFL in passing. They think he's got a thumb injury. They think they think Rogers has a thumb injury, like a broken thumb or something that they're not right. talking about. So, but he's still, but he's still doing his thing. He yeah. he's still doing the same thing. He's been Aaron Rodgers. He's just not winning the games. So is he, Josh bringing someone in this offseason then? To he has car? to. Yeah. He has to. He has to. Either he's gonna light a fire up on the Derek Carr ass, or he, or he's gonna sit on the bench. But you gotta bring in another guy. You mm-hmm. gotta bring in another guy. The quarterback. The Listen, all these all these quarterbacks now, the 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 Derek Carr, <laughs> the 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 Zach Wilson, the Baker Mayfields, these guys, these guys aren't gonna, they're not, they're just not gonna, you're not gonna win a championship with any of them. You're not. If you if you go if you go to a pre, if any of these guys go to a press conference and say, hey, Zach Wilson, that's our guy. Derek Carr, that's our guy. Yada Baker, that's our guy. You're saying that with confidence that this guy can take you to a championship. That's mm-hmm. the only reason that you're putting him in there as a head coach, right? Mm-hmm. You trusting the you trusting his ability to take y'all to that place. Now, in all honesty, in all honesty, how many of those guys are going to take you to where Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Roethlisberger and Manning? How many of those guys will take you to where those guys took you at? I think they might, but they need an awful lot around them. They need more around them than they've been given. And I'm not putting Baker or Parr or anyone in that category, but it's just, it it, it seems like it's a convergence of events for good quarterbacks. You know, you have great quarterbacks. You have guys like Tom and you have guys like Aaron Rodgers, but also at the same time, you have front offices and you have coaching staffs that put them right. in the best possible position to win. And in those right. cases, the guys that you're mentioning right now, they're not in a position to win at all. You know, okay. even, even though Carr okay. and the, the Raiders went to the playoffs last year, that's great, but they're they're not capable of taking that next step. Right. Okay. So let's say this. Baker had Odell Beckham, David Njoku, Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. And still. Yeah. Jordan Poirier on defense at the time, I think. Two, two, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. I think Jabril Peppers, maybe. Mm-hmm. They, man, if that ain't as solid as a, of a squad as you can possibly get to make a run, 
what are we doing? Yeah. You yeah. know, no, that's a fair point. It's a completely fair point. And, and it, I think that this kind of leads him to my next question here. I think a lot of it is about confidence and getting confidence as a young yes. quarterback and getting your legs underneath you. And I think another thing when you're talking about confidence, you return kicks for a while in New England. And I was struck yes. by something that Bill was saying and something that Marcus Jones was saying after the game that a lot of the job as a returner, you got to be confident, not only yes. in your own abilities, but in your teammates, your guys yes. around you, what are some other things in your experience as a returner that are most important when it comes to getting the ball, seeing the field, making the first guy miss, and you know, hopefully breaking one? Um, I would say for and I'm I'm a I'm a back uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a piggyback what Bill said and, and what Marcus said. You gotta have confidence. You cannot go back there, and that's this is where bad stuff happens. Is when you go back there, you're nervous. You don't have confidence in the catch. You don't have confidence in what they're gonna, you know, if they're gonna block it right. You don't know what the blocking scheme is. All those things play a factor. You know what I'm saying? And now, now you're back there. They kick the ball. You think about all that. Boop, you drop it. You know, you 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 gotta practice it. It, it. it reps is huge. During the week, if you're gonna be a returner, you might have to stay out to practice and catch some kicks. You might have to. And whenever his defense appeared and you're an offensive guy and you're not doing anything and it's, you know, scout team guys, you might have to step over on the other side of the field and catch some kicks. That's a huge part of it. And knowing the blocking scheme, you got to know if it's return left, return right. A lot of guys get a lot of guys get their like some fluke returns because they go opposite of the, you know, as a kickoff guy, you're running down there. You see all these guys running to this side. You're going to migrate, stay in your lane, but you're going to run to that side, mm -hmm. you know, and then, you know, you got guys that are going to probably take three or four steps and they trust their ability and their speed, go this way, and then they turn back around and revert, and now you got the now you got the crazy kick returns and stuff like that. But this this kid, Marcus, um, he stuck to the script. I could tell that he ran the right return because the seam was there when he hit it. Like, it, the seam was right there when he hit And when he got up the sideline, it was basically like a wall. So you know he ran the right return, you know. So you got to have that trust. You got to have confidence. A lot of repetition, and man, whenever you get in that open field, you can't be the guy that blow it. You can't be the guy that blow it. You can't let the you can't let the punter tackle you. You can't let the kicker tackle you. I did that. I had a return against the Buffalo Bills. I thought I was gone. It was. I thought I was gone. And and I got down the sideline and the kicker and, and I know I know this class I've watched so many kick returns they never try to tackle you they never try to tackle you they don't run they don't run at you with the intention of making the tackle mm -hmm. they just run past you so that you can either stop your feet or cut back cross field and you know sometimes when you get in that open field you just don't realize that you're just like oh snap you're gonna try to come tackle me cut back across get tackled from behind damn there go your touchdown <laughs> he didn't do that he didn't do that man Marcus A Good shit, bro. Way to step up for the team, dog. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Who's the best you ever saw do it? And, and was there a guy who just who didn't have, like, he didn't have to, I don't want to say he didn't have to study because everyone has to study and take reps, but was there ever a guy you saw who just, it just came naturally, like it was part of his DNA to return kicks? The guy who comes to mind for me is Cordero Patterson, who I, I watched when, when he was here in New England, he just knew you just yeah. knew he could get, you know, he could get you quality yardage right out of the gate. Was it, was there a guy that, that you saw oh, yeah. who just, who just, it, it just all worked for him? Dion. 
Yeah, Dion. I suppose so. Yeah, you know what? Dion That's was different, point. bro. And 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 I, you know, um, I don't know how often Dion went to these special teams meetings. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how often he went to these meetings, but I do know that whenever the time came for him to play in the game and get the punts or the kicks or whatever, he knew the return. And he and I mean shit, that that the return he had against the Texans was I think that was freestyling. I don't know if that I don't know if that was a return. He might have got to the return later on, but I think that was more so freestyling, just speed and he looked like a he looked like a kid in the he, he when I see it, every time I look at it, he look, just looked like this little kid running. He just don't ever look like a grown man. He always looked like a kid running out there a bunch of around a bunch of grown men. And he's just faster. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I Dion is Dion is probably you know the guy who comes to mind. I mean, around here we've been you know, blessed, honestly, to to see guys like Troy Brown and, and Jules. Right. And, but yeah, Dion Jules, is, Jules is another one. Yeah. But Jules, <laughs> I don't really, I don't know. I don't know. I know a lot of special. I know some special teams meetings. I didn't go to a lot of them. Even when I had that the the, the kick return that I had against the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't go to special teams meeting that week at all. Not one of them. <laughs> but I got the picture. You know what I'm saying? Hey, LG, look at your iPad. Look at the returns. Look at what they do. Da da da. Boom. I don't I don't know how often Jules go to these, but Jules is another guy that is special in the return game. Mm-hmm. Special. He's really special. Um, Punt returns, he don't. And 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 one thing that I like about Jules and what I noticed is you don't have to be the fastest to have to be a good returner. You don't have to be the fastest. Mm-hmm. Being fast does give you the touchdowns, but I mean, shit, a thirty yard return, getting good field position, that's that's a great return. You know, so Jules is another one of those guys that is a, that's a really really good returner. He better start spending all his money on MGM bets too, man. All that money you keep on losing on MGM bets, man. You better stop that shit. <laughs> he's got a bet with you right over on Nesson, right come on man come to Nesson, bro bet with me bro i just had a clean sweep two weeks ago three and oh the edelman thing i always think of what bill says and and i know troy has said this before so much of it is about making that first guy miss yes a lot of it is about making it because there's always going to be one unblocked mm-hmm. if, if they don't even if it's, it might be the outside it might be the gunner you know the gunner get downfield we can't get a hand on him. Obviously, the boy's not going to block him in the back. You got to make him miss. If you and it's two gunners, so if they both get there and you split them, man, you got numbers and you and you and you cooking at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously these gunners are at that position for a reason because they're fast. They probably can make the tackle nine times out of ten. But uh, if you make that first guy, if you make that first guy miss on any kind of punt return or any kind of return as it is on special teams, if you make that first guy miss, now. Now, now it becomes, now it gets real. You know, mm-hmm. now, now it turns into, I might be able to make something out of this. So I had two returns in Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, I had, I had, I just, one guy went to tackle me and I did like some kind of spin and got up out of it. Hogan, I'll tell you about this. <laughs> I got up out of it and I went to start running full speed again and there was Hogan right there. He caught me. But uh, Hogan had a long, hey, Hogan, my guy, but he had a long day that day. Because when I broke the first touch, when I broke the first kick return um, down the sideline, he was the one that was the one guy that I had to make miss. He was that one guy, and I hit him with like a little stutter step. The same thing I did to Duran and Harmon in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's my go-to. I hit him with like a little, <laughs> like a little stutter step, like I'm finna stop or slow down, and he he kind of stuttered his feet. They underestimate the big guy's speed. I got you there. I hit him with the doo doo. He stuttered his feet. I bend the corner on him. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Tell me, okay, we got the short week this week. Thanksgiving against the Vikings. Tell me some of the challenges, some of the unique challenges of not only playing on a short week, but on Thanksgiving week. Um, one of the challenges is you're playing against a team that just came off the L, right? They just they 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 just lost their second game of the season. And they're playing against a team that's hot right now. New England, they the the the, the wins don't look pretty. All of them don't look pretty, but when you're a hot team, it don't matter if they're pretty or not. A win is a win. You know, whether it's four to three, two safeties, and a field, whatever, you know. Um, but but you're you're playing against a team that's coming in that always is, is always known for playing their best football starting. So as the as as the Vikings, you gotta come in there knowing that it's gonna be a dog fight. Yeah, they've lost a couple more games than you guys, but it's going to be a dog fight. They're going to go out there, they're going to hit you in the mouth. They're going to run the football, hit you in the mouth again, stop the run, hit you in the mouth again, and you just got to and, and you got to be ready for that. You got to be ready for that because in Minnesota, you're playing in a dome. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over here, you're playing in that snow. Yeah. Or you're playing in that that freezing cold. It's like it's like being 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 a house cat as opposed to a, you know, an outside cat. You know, yes, dealing with yes. the elements, it's going to be a challenge. It, 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 it would have been a cha- It would have been a challenge if you were outside, but you're inside this time. Yeah, you know, it, it's going to be a little different. It's going to it's going to be a little different. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a little different. So, so you that's that's the that's the difference. You look at it that way. New England don't got to deal with the elements either. Now, mm-hmm. it's an even playing field. Mm-hmm. They don't got to deal with the cold. They don't got to deal with any of that. We inside. We playing ball. You know, we we're comfortable in this element. You know, we're comfortable in this element. We're used to playing in the uncomfortable element, freezing, fingers hurt, ball hard as a rock. But now this is this normal for us. We can we can go in here and play whatever game we want to play. We ain't got to worry about none of the elements. We inside, it's controlled. You know what I'm saying? Now we line up and and, and it's and it's it's mono mono a mono. Kind of drop your nuts and play ball. I will say this. Spending the week in Minnesota for Super Bowl 52 was the coldest week of my life. Mine I know the game's good. inside. It's different, man. But it was it's so cold up there. It I just, I can't crazy. I can't even tell you. It was so cold. There was no stepping. There was no stepping. So my mom, <laughs> my mom, like, you know, she'd do some. My mom, you know, the wifey, they do like, they walk. Whenever we go to the Super Bowl, they do walk around, go see this, take the kids here, go see that, go do that. And uh, they was inside the whole time. <laughs> The only thing they did was go to Mall of America, which was mm-hmm. the place that we stayed in, and they got a uh, they got like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. They had concerts going, the whole nine. So we didn't have, we didn't have to experience that outside much, but I mean, obviously, with us going outside and you know going to eat, you know, it was a mall across the street, so we walked to it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was definitely beyond. <laughs> it was colder than anything I've ever felt before. It's a horrible. It's hard. and it look. I grew horrible. up in New England. I you know I know cold, and I thought I knew cold, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be affected by the Minnesota cold. I can, you step outside, and it's just different. It's, it's just different. it hits you differently. To the bone. Yeah, it does. And I'm just part of me is just you know what? Glad you're inside as opposed to playing outside, which would be just off the charts. After Thanksgiving would be incredibly cold. Who you got yeah. this week? Tell me who you got and why. I got the Patriots. I think that was a great win against the Jets. 
get, uh, uh, rather you know whether whatever you want to call it, it is the Jets. But I think that was a good win, man. I you you leave you leave off of a win like that um, with a lot of confidence, a, a lot of a lot of joy, a lot of spirit. It brings your it brings everybody's intensity level up a notch. Mm-hmm. So you're going into a game against a team that is considered one of the best teams in the NFL. You look, we're looking at that as a challenge. Okay, y'all one of the best teams in the NFL. Well, let us bust y'all ass and and see if people call us one of the best teams in the NFL now. You know, so I'm expecting them to go out there with a lot of confidence. I'm expecting them to go out there, hard nose, hit them in the mouth, play New England Patriots football, run the rock, Ramondre, give it to them. I I don't care if you have 20 carries for 25 yards. That 21st carry might be a 50-yard run. Give it to him. Feed the beast. Let him tote. Whenever he gets tired, let Damian tote. But run the ball. I'm here to tell you guys, Minnesota, they're a good team. They're known for not being able to stop the run. They can't. They. I don't know if it's the scheme. I don't know if it's the players. Whatever. I've always enjoyed playing against Minnesota. No matter what team I was on, I've always enjoyed playing against them because I know I'm a, I know I'm gonna break a twenty or thirty yard run against them every time. So New England run the football. That's the key. Run the football. Protect Mac because they do got Everson and they do got uh, Daniel on the ends. The two of the best pass rushers in the NFL. So gotta protect Mac and defense. Do y'all thing. If we stop. Justin Jefferson, we got a good chance mm-hmm. because our team, we stopped the run. We stopped the run really well right now. They stopped, mm-hmm. they're playing really good against the run right now. If we can rush the quarterback and get to and, and get around his legs, get around Kirk's cousin's legs, any kind of pressure, lock Justin Jefferson up, we're going home with the win. And take the under. That's the, the sound under. of things. Take the under this week. Take the under. It yeah. was, will not be a high-scoring game. It will not be a high-scoring game. LG, this has been great, man. I think I'm leaning in your direction. I think I'm, I'm going to kind of hold off on my prediction another day or two, but I, I think you're pretty much spot on here. If you run the ball, you play good defense, you should be able to come out of this thing with a win. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Take care. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk again soon. I appreciate it, Chris, man. Have a great Thanksgiving, man. Always a pleasure. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Just want to remind you that this episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.